This is me. And this is me. And welcome to... What's my age again? Again. And we're done. See ya. It's been fun. Catch you later. No, Bye. No. CJ, CJ, you've got to come back. We're not done no, yet. No. We're, we're, we've, we're finishing no, we're up What's My yeah. Age again. But remember, we, a couple of weeks ago, we did a test episode of What's My Beer Again. Oh, really? No. No, it was the episode we did that was just about beer. I thought they were all just about beer. Don't you remember we talked about all this age-related stuff for the last year? Not really, no. I don't, wasn't really paying attention. <sighs> well, anyway, we've achieved our goal of podcasting What's My Age Again for 12 months, so now we're spinning off into What's My Beer Again. All right, so we are done. All right, I'll catch you later. Bye. No, no, no. There's still what? one more What's My Age Again episode to complete, and then we've achieved our goal of podcasting for 12 months. Oh, I, I thought we were done. I haven't prepared anything. Well, it'll be just like all the other times then. Harsh. Anyway, might be too taxing. We're going to do a retrospective of the podcast we've done this year. Right, so I can go. All right, I'll see you later. Bye. Catch you. No, 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 no. You have to listen to the funniest clips and comment on them. Listen to our funny clips? <laughs> yeah, sure. I've probably got two minutes to spare. Fine. But before we get into our highlights reel... Um, we should just uh, take a moment to thank everyone who's listened to us over the, the last year. We've had listeners from 37 different countries. I didn't know that there was, um, there was that many sanitariums still around. <laughs> there you go. We've had listeners from Ukraine, um, hmm. listeners from Guyana. Obviously, they right. drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> Colombia, Chile, Philippines, Finland... United Kingdom, obviously United States, Australia was number one. India, oh. um, we had we had a listener, or at least one listener, possibly more, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which um, I just wouldn't have thought we'd go down a treat in Saudi Arabia, but there you go. <laughs> Who knows? Emotionally immature comedy is welcome everywhere. And maybe people listening to people talking about alcohol. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, maybe it's a uh, yeah. Maybe we're being used as a cautionary tale. Here's why you. Here's why you don't drink. <laughs> I can do research too. What I say, I can do research too. Spotify sent me an email and said, "Here's some stats about your podcast." Um, so we apparently created 533 minutes of content. Right. Well, actually, which is not technically true because we. I think we probably created about 5,000 minutes of content. <laughs> You should see the cutting room floor. Yeah, of which only 533 minutes was um, barely tolerable to people. Uh, so we published it. From an audience perspective, this is only on Spotify, so it's, this is, um, it's only a small sample size. But 68% of our audience is male, 32% is female, mm. uh, no one non-binary, and 2% non-specified. From an age perspective, what age do you reckon listens most to What's My Age Again, the podcast about ageing and being over 50. Well, let me take a stab in the dark and say it's people <clears throat> over 50. You'd be wrong. Oh. Oh, actually, no. Hang on. No, you wouldn't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it felt good to say that for a second, though. Yeah, it's, well, I'm so used to saying that. It's, uh, it, just, it just kind of came out. So from age zero, mm-hmm. we don't have any listeners in the zero to 17 bracket. Okay. Which is unsurprising. Although that possibly means that uh, means that your students are listening on Spotify. 
That's true. And can I have a shout out to my like last year's class who worked out that I had a podcast and started listening to it apparently. Uh, so much so I had to go and talk to my principal and out myself as a podcaster. So if you're listening, uh, class of uh, 2023, <laughs> stop listening. It's not appropriate. In the 18 to 22 bracket, 0%. 23 to 27, 3.7%. Surprising. 28 to 34, 11.73%. Right. 35 to 44, 18, I'm not reading any other decimal points anymore. Uh, 35 to 44, 18%. The largest demographic, dun, 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 with 46.9%, 45 to 59. Okay. Which actually makes perfect sense. It does make perfect sense. When I, now I read. Yes. Yeah, now I read that out. There's two uh, age brackets left. One is unknown, which is uh, 0.6%. This is the final age bracket and I think highlights part of the reason why we were doing this fucking podcast. 18.5% of people fell into the 60 to 150-year-old bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me trust Spotify's algorithm slightly less. Well, it's a very wide range. You consider the other ranges and had zero to 17, 60 to 150. Yeah. yeah. They certainly, well, they're not kidding when they say they're covering all bra- all brackets. So. Countries we talked about, Spotify did do a thing where they give you a wrap up and say, here's some info about the people that were listening to you. 97% of people who listened to What's My Age Again are in therapy. <laughs> Should be in therapy. <laughs> Our listeners' top podcast genres were news, comedy, society, and culture. Just shame we're not in any of those. (laughs) This might come as a surprise. Your listeners' top music genres were rock, pop, and alternative metal. Okay. Which I I was quite happy about because you keep banging on about how nobody listens to the shit that I listen to. Uh, Well, apparently our listeners do. Well, a couple of them. (laughs) Well, enough that it rated third (laughs) on the list. Your podcast was shared 82% by a direct link. Our overall podcast rating was 5 out of 5. Well, that just means we can't have had many ratings because no one, well, no one gets 5 out of 5. Well, we got 5 out of 5. And, Mr. Scrooge McScroogey, <laughs> our podcast was the number one podcast for 10 people. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but the fact is I was pretty impressed that it was 10 people got onto Spotify, found our podcast, listened to it once, and then maybe died, and or said, holy shit, is this what Spotify is all about? Fuck me, and then deleted the app, which is also a possible yes. thing. But for 10 people, 10 people, uh, What's My Gen was the number one podcast. Well, thank you to those people, and we're sorry, we're stopping yes. it. <laughs> is that we're sorry we're stopping it or we're sorry we're stopping it <laughs> both so there you go so it's been a uh, it's been a worthwhile 12 months i'll have to say well i have to say it because that's in the script but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think we've we've achieved our goals well we we, we, we talked about a lot of topics i think we found it hard to, to find topics we weren't continually saying the same thing but i think a year a year doing we did how many episodes did we end up doing 13 13 yeah unlucky is it 13 that. including this one or will this be this will be 14 okay phew i was gonna say if, uh, if this was 13 we're gonna to have to do another one <laughs> two second episode or, so yeah or delete one <laughs> no one had noticed <laughs> <laughs> well 10 people would 
Yes, that's probably true. Yeah, so anyway, I think for the last time in, in uh, What's My Age again, we should do What's My Beer again. That's what I think. Oh, yes. So, But we don't, want to, we don't want to do too much What's My Beer again because we're going to be What's My Beer again again. Oh, yeah, so we'll just very quickly talk about it. This is, we're not going to do a, a great big deep dive on it. I'm drinking Balter Hazy Pale Ale. I've, oh. Hazies have become my favourite beer recently. Oh, right. I've just um, become a bit of a, a hazy aficionado. I actually had a, um, recently drank a Mountain Culture Hazy, which I really, really liked. Right. Um, but I couldn't get that today when I went for beer, and I bought a, a Balter Hazy Pale Ale. And it's very nice. I don't think it's quite as nice as the Mountain Culture. Right. Most of the beers I've been drinking just are the generic kind of mass-produced beers that don't have interesting labels. Mm. But this one, a bit more interesting. Right. Why use a stick of dynamite <laughs> when a party popper will do the trick? <laughs> <laughs> is, that what you, is that what it says on your Tinder profile? <laughs> <laughs> Hazy brings the colour and spark while keeping things really chilled. Succulent US hops deliver lime, passion fruit and hints of coconut around a creamy rolled wheat base to produce the zesty bitter finish. Pull the ripcord on this one without strain or stress. Your well-contained taste explosion. There's quite a lot going on there of in some places, it seemed a bit like a non-sequitur festival. Yes. It tastes pretty good. I do like it. Like I said, I'm a, I've become a bit of a hazy fan. Right. But, yeah, I did. did I must say I prefer the Mountain Culture one. Right. Mountain Culture has more um, more BHS. <laughs> exactly. We'll go, actually, we'll go into, um, we'll save why hazies are hazy for, uh, for a What's My Beer Again episode yeah. uh, teaser. So, you know, that I've talked about one of my all-time favourite beers is the Deeds Brewing Once More Into the Fray Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. Ah, yes, yes. So this is a beer from Deeds Brewing uh, called Touch On. It's t- Touch On. Touch On. So it's, it's a brew by priests. No. Uh, so Touch On is a an expression that you, I don't know, it might be in Sydney as well, but in it's a, a Melbourne tram expression that you... You okay. touch your like your Mikey card, which is your oh okay. Uh, we say tap on, tap off. Oh okay. Well, we have touch on. It starts off as a power walk, but as the 1952 tram to Zest Coast approaches, you break into a sprint. People glare from the window as you leap on, red faced and panting. You fumble in your pocket for the right card. Touch on. Take no shame in wanting to arrive on time. That's right. Stare into the other passengers' eyes. You find a seat at the back. You've made it. Last stop, Flavortown. I thought you were going to, so you were going to have a heart attack at one point. <laughs> this grapefruit IPA provides nostalgic vibes, bursting with tangy citrus notes and a crisp of bitterness to finish that leaves you wanting just one more sip. Okay. So it's a grapefruit IPA. It's 7.2%. Yes, it does leave you wanting just one more sip. I had one sip and went, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was very much a, um, I'm not sure if I need to take the cat to the vet. <laughs> but I have one, just one more sip to check. Uh, it's fucking horrible. And it's really disappointing because, um, as I said, 
they have one of my all-time favorite beers and they have lots of really good beers but this is one of the ones that makes me go like how did it get through was nobody paying attention like is people got the same Mm. level of commitment to quality that i've got at deeds and just went ah fuck it that'll be all right nobody will (laughs) tuck it in a can see what happens they turn the tap on and you're saying turn the tap off it wouldn't even make a good tinder profile uh, maybe people glare from the windows you leap on red faced and panting <laughs> anyway let's get on to our episode recap uh now i'm doing all the odd episodes and cj's doing the even episodes so i'll start with episode one and episode one was called what's my age again and it was the uh, the age where we laid out or the, the episode where we laid out our manifesto <laughs> while we while we were doing this podcast in a bomber style, <laughs> so and we were trying to answer the question basically: What the fuck why, are you doing? <laughs> why are we here? <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing? And why don't we feel our age? But my friends, I like I got lots of friends at, at work. Uh, they're ten, Do... even 20, 20 years younger than I am. Well, I feel like I have friends at work. <laughs> I have people who talk to me at work, and they smile at me nicely. But they're, and they're younger than me, and I feel like I, I fit in with them, even if they may think otherwise. But I don't want to hang around with, with people my own age because they, they seem older to me, certainly older than me. So just, uh, just to clarify, this is a podcast by two guys over 50 who are essentially annoyed that society is seeing them as old and we're complaining that we don't like hanging around with people the same age as us because they seem old. Because we're hypocrites. <laughs> so I decided to do some research into the phenomenon of chronological age, which is the age that you are, versus subjective age, which is the age that you feel. Anyway, researchers Goldsmith and Hyen say that teens tend to hold older age identities. I think they're probably talking about older age identity cards there, but carry on. Well, that's illegal, CJ. <laughs> you can't have that. Um, young adults maintain same age identities. Okay, so if you're a young adult, then you think you're a young adult, which makes <laughs> sense. Okay, older individuals, such as ourselves, I hazard a guess, tend to hold younger age identities, which is exactly what we're talking about. In fact, many people over the age of 65 reject the labels old and elderly, preferring to describe themselves as young and middle-aged or young at heart. <laughs> so these are people who don't understand the concept of what middle-aged means. So Apparently. The, uh, the people over 65 who are saying, uh, I'm middle-aged, be are expecting to live to 135. By that reckoning, if they're middle-aged, I'm still a child. Oh, you are a child, CJ. We were both feeling at the time a bit like we were, you know, ageing and um, didn't feel our age. And then it turned out that... Um, nobody well, does. Nobody does. Well, that's right. But uh, initially it also turned out that um, we were massive age bigots, partic- oh. particularly me. <laughs> So, um, yes, we were, we were not very nice about the whole concept of people, uh, people our own age. Uh, and now I think we've probably got a better perspective on that. Um, but, yeah. No, it's not, not really. I think they're still about the same. 
The no. people my own age are old. And then in the second in the second uh, clip, we're obviously talking about Goldsmith and Hines, we, who get mentioned a few times in f- future episodes, and they're the ones who came up with the idea of chronological age versus subjective age. So the age you are versus the age you feel, and I think that um, that definitely. Uh, was something that we we clung on to for a while there before we come up with some other ideas. I think you later on got onto some other researchers with different ideas, but that was our first thing. We clung onto it like like life preservers in the Titanic. <laughs> like Rose to the door of the Titanic. <laughs> uh, we also found out that middle age is definitely a fluid concept because some people think that uh, 60s middle age, which seems... A little bit far fetched. Stupid. Well, uh, based on the uh, the Spotify stats, well, maybe. I think we need to get more into the uh, 120 year old uh, demographic. <laughs> and a zero to two. Maybe we should we we should have the uh, what's my depends again. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, CJ and I got a road test adult diapers. <laughs> It'd be a better episode than Where's My Depends. <laughs> uh, because we've got no learning curve, we then went on to episode two. And we talked about the concept of does thinking younger make you feel younger? Uh-huh. And in this one, we did a bit of a deep dive into the fun-filled, action-packed, laugh in the face of death, live on the razor's <laughs> edge, well, Man, Emil Rattleband. Ah, uh, yes. I remember Emil. <laughs> who, uh, who tried to get his age changed by deed poll unsuccessfully. No stranger to court cases after, <laughs> after uh, well, actually, I won't give it away. I'll let, uh, I'll let you hear the clip of one of his court cases. Uh, this is also the episode where we identified a couple of important things that would stay through the entire series. Scott tends to get distracted quite a bit <laughs> and wander off on, uh, on tangents, and we kind of learn a little bit about my commitment to research. So his, uh, his rationale behind it was, you can change your name and you can change your gender, why not your age? Okay, I can, I can see the logic. It's a bit flawed, but I can see it. The main reason he wanted to do to change it was so he could get more matches on Tinder. <laughs> I definitely can understand that. <laughs> so, also, this isn't his first uh, lost court case rodeo. <laughs> Excellent. When I when I did a bit of uh, a bit of looking into uh, a bit of digging into a meal, he'd he'd lost a previous court case uh, because he wanted to when he wanted to name his twins Rolls and Royce. <laughs> He's aside from being a self-proclaimed positivity guru. Sorry, rolls rattle band. <laughs> <laughs> Race rattle band. <laughs> Sorry about that. It just it just occurred to me. <laughs> On the flip side of that, uh, the research showed that people who think of them think of themselves as thirteen years older than they are. That's an unlucky uh, 25%. number. Twenty-five percent. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's what they were basing the research on. But, oh, okay. Uh, there's a. They are twenty-five percent more likely to die. Well, everyone's likely to die, <laughs> <laughs> but they're twenty-five percent more likely to die. It was like a sliding scale of if you felt five years older than 
you actually were, there was a 12% chance you were likely, more likely to die. Within a per- particular period of time, every, it's a 100% chance everyone's going to die. Look, I read some of the research. I didn't read all of the research. <laughs> you're not helping. You're not helping. We have a segment called You're Not Helping. Yeah, I, I may have forgotten to tell you about that. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, please continue. By the way, remind me to tell you that I've created a new segment called You're Not Helping. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, in case you're wondering, in case you're wondering what this segment is, uh, I am wondering. It's a segment where I go hunting for helpful, in inverted commas, advice and tips for people over fifty. So this is the Aussie Over Fifties Guide to Computers and Being Online! Exclamation mark. Where to start? All capital letters. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> because you are a seniors, is no reason to miss out on the wonderful advantages of the latest technology. Question mark. Uh, and then it finished at WikiHow How to Fight an Ostrich (laughs) did you click that link that's what I want to know we need to know how to fight an ostrich no I was I was very I was very responsible uh, and went I'm sorry I'm going WikiHow to fight an ostrich there it is wondering how to beat an ostrich Read on for the ultimate ostrich attack survival guide. Okay, use the long <laughs> weapon. Number four, dive into a thorn bush. Hi, CJ here. <laughs> Far be it from me to be the, the one who's keeping this podcast on topic. Uh, Scott wanders a little bit. So uh, we're just going to fast forward through a couple of bits. If you are currently in a situation where you're finding yourself needing to know how to fight an ostrich, I can highly recommend the information available on WikiHow. Or oh, method three, avoiding encounters. Uh, it was also the episode where I introduced You're Not Helping, which I neglected to mention that I was introducing prior to the episode, and it, which in hindsight, after listening to the episode, may have not been the greatest idea because this was also the episode where we had the famous slash infamous Ostrich fighting <laughs> rabbit hole, which uh, in the uh, in the episode I think only runs for about four minutes, but in reality went for about twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found it pretty amusing. I've got to say, <laughs> oh, I'm glad somebody did. Uh, <laughs> yes, so we learnt, uh, We also learned that depending on how you view your age, if you view your age as uh, older than you are, you're 25% more likely to die. And I won't say anything more about that because I said it all. Cavemen Have a Lot to Answer For was episode three, and uh, we had a deep dive into the phenomena of how old age is a relatively new concept because uh, of um, modern medicine and humans really hadn't been getting to the advanced years we can get to now because we just couldn't get there. We were all dying beforehand of various diseases, so we just weren't programmed to get old. So we've been talking about how society views people over 50 years old. Today, we're going to look at why society views people over 50 years old, and I believe it goes right back to the dawn of time. I actually think cavemen have a lot to answer for, because for the hundreds of thousands of years humans have been around, We haven't lived our current settled lifestyle very long. 
we were hunter-gatherers for 95% of the time humans have been on Earth. So farming and animal husbandry are relatively recent inventions. I think you'll find that uh, making your animal a husband is uh, illegal, Scott. Uh, it made me wonder whether humans just haven't really evolved. If the average lifespan of a human in the natural world was just 30, was 30 then we're, we're braining it. We're going so far past that. It's no wonder that we're, um, we're struggling to know what to do with the time sometimes and also how to treat people who are older. I was surprised, um, which we didn't hear in that clip, but um, the like our lifespan has almost doubled since like nineteen forties or something. Or did I just make that up? No, you're right. That's pretty much since the introduction of penicillin. Because people, you can scratch your hand on a on a rose bush in the backyard and die of sepsis. People could die of anything right. really easily. Mm. Um, yeah, and I know uh, you made a joke about animal husbandry, but. <laughs> It was a thing. <laughs> it's well. It's still. Uh, I'm still pretty sure it's illegal. But does it does it go for furries? What do you get up to when you're not doing the podcast? Is <laughs> your own business. The thing I think that we did learn from that is uh, you still really hadn't got past the scripting. <laughs> yeah, pretty true. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right there. <laughs> okay, so then um, the whole the whole point of that was we just haven't come to terms of how to be old and how to treat people who are old. I think that was the whole point of that episode. And I think for the first three episodes, we're definitely kicking goals with all that stuff. I think that was all stuff we needed to be talking about. So let's see how we go in episode four. And then you went off on your own direction. And now a word from our sponsors. From the first flickers of ingenuity, humankind has excelled in civilization, defining inventions and innovations. Lightbulb Moments in Human History takes a playful and perceptive look at how these big ideas have driven humanity's inevitable rise. Be astounded by the accidental invention of writing by Sumerian bookkeepers. Be amazed at how humanity's fixation with beer kickstarted civilization. Be appalled by Zeus's shape-shifting bestial dalliances with unsuspecting humans. Enjoy irreverent yet affectionate glimpses into the lives of ancient peoples. Discover binge-drinking Egyptians, sacrifice-obsessed Mayans, and Kama Sutra-inspired Indians. Explore the evolution of sciences, religions, technologies, and social systems. Lightbulb Moments in Human History is perfect for history buffs, trivia nuts, and anyone seeking a cheeky perspective on our collective journey. It sheds humorous and thought-provoking light on our common heritage. Then we raced into episode four, where Scott went, oh, if I can have enough of this, I'm just going to do it on my own, uh, to do, do men and women age differently? I did an interview the other day. I hope you are okay with this. Can't see any reason why I wouldn't be okay with you doing an interview uh, without me. So my mistake, I thought it was uh, What's My Age Again with CJ and Scott. But uh, welcome everyone to What's My Age Again with Scott. 
Yes, and occasionally CJ. So tell us about this wonderful interview that uh, you apparently were uh, unable to get in contact with me to, to invite me to. No, I'm not bitter. Go on. Well, I have this a Twitter friend, uh, Sheila E. Young. Anyway, so we, we were thinking, well, I was thinking. You weren't thinking, I'll, con- I'll contact CJ because we've got this interview to do. Well, yeah. I wasn't, wasn't thinking that because I, I did this interview at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, fuck, um, yes. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense. Yep, all right. right. Move. Let's, yeah, let's just move on. Fair enough. It was, it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon for Sheila because she's in Canada. I would, have, uh, I would have known that had I been invited to the interview that occurred without... Me, but carry on. I can, I, can ed- I can edit your reactions into the interview if you like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we get to the interview with Sheila, though. That's the one that I wasn't invited to. Just checking, just confirming that there's no, not no. another one. That... Okay, but men who get dementia tend to die quicker. You know. <clears throat> they keep forgetting where they put their femur and fall over. <laughs> it could be that. Coping strategies. Some studies suggest that men and women may use different coping strategies to deal with cognitive decline. Uh, women may be more likely to use problem solving and social support. So they'll talk to their friends. I don't know where I lost my femur. <laughs> okay, have, you, have you seen it? Well, technically, be, have you seen my husband's femur? <laughs> men may be more likely to withdraw or deny there is a problem. What femur? <laughs> I, I've lost my femur. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, that's it. I think, like, I know I'm talking to CJ, who's the other host. I know. I listened to your first podcast. Oh, okay. I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I love that you laugh at your own jokes. It was the best. Yeah. <laughs> Good. No well, crazy questions, Scott. I'm so impressed. I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> No, no, well... You're very good. <laughs> Even though it's meant we're very stupid sometimes. <laughs> it is It is meant to have a point. To be helpful. Uh, so you said in the beginning that the question wasn't going to be what do Sheila's think about ageing? I, I, I didn't, didn't say that, actually. <laughs> you asked me if it was going to be, and I sort of went, uh, mm, mm. So technically, I didn't lie. <laughs> I looked at what's the impact of being over 50, because that was what we discussed. We were going to talk about this episode before you decided to go off and do a, uh, a rogue interview on your own. But let's not focus on that part of the story. It's forgotten already. So I had a look at... <laughs> I had a look at Cora. Cora, I don't know. If anybody knows the proper way to pronounce that, feel free to write in. When younger, we make various choices without the future in mind. That's mm-hmm. true, sage yes. words. Sometimes these choices bite us in our midlife. And I like the fact that they're called over 50 midlife. Uh, it, it's a bit sort of living in denial, but yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it. Well, it kind of goes back to episode one where people said, you know, I'm 60, I'm middle-aged. <laughs> yes. So these are some of the things one might regret when they're 50 years old. Number six, the marriage you destroyed. So you get married to your good fiancé. The first months in marriage were good, but shortly after, you started having affairs. <laughs> months after. Not years, not decades. <laughs> Poor. Who's got that kind of attention span? 
the dreams and talents you shelved. But it's all sounding very, yeah, yeah, it's sounding very dark. And this is this is the the final thoughts of a man who's about to plunge a knife into their <laughs> chest or something. <laughs> Hold that thought. Eleven, the name you defamed. When you look back at your path and you see the mud you threw at your own name, the shame you attracted, and the little value you've added to the world, what the hell? You will regret. I, I think this person. My God, this person, what a life this person has led. Who has those regrets? I have some of those regrets. I don't have them all. I think it's probably somebody who uh, went near food when they were emotional. (laughs) Well, it's hard to digest. When you go to bed after you've eaten cheese particularly, you have bad dreams. There may be some point there. I, whenever I'm bored, I'll load up on a, uh, a camembert and grab a bottle of Tixie Licks and see where things take me. <laughs> Forget the shrooms. <laughs> Go for the brie. Finishing it off with number 14. The parents you despised. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap it up. So, CJ... Do you think we've answered our question? Mm, the question is, uh, why were you doing interviews on your own and not inviting me when it's What's My Age Again with CJ and Scott? Not What's My Age Again with Scott. Uh, yeah, probably. Can, can I correct the record here? Because you've been going on about this for the entire year. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. And the listeners probably think that I somehow stabbed you in the back. Listeners, can I say that I actually said to CJ... I'm going to be recording an interview with Sheila. It will be at six o'clock in the morning. And he said, fuck that. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So this entire year, this entire year of him being mock bitter and twisted about it all, it's all a ruse. (laughs) Are you suggesting that there's parts of this podcast that aren't real? (laughs) Just a few. (laughs) What's your age again? (laughs) (laughs) so we uh uh yes so this uh in this episode that um that i wasn't in very much uh, because you were too fucking lazy (laughs) i'm sure your point is but uh so for this uh for the clips for this one i've selected maybe once where I met guy casually mentioned in passing that I wasn't available, uh, that I wasn't involved in, uh, in it. Um, the, uh, I don't know what the famous thing was. I just, I just found it amusing. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, the, uh, I thought it was interesting that the, <laughs> the interview was clearly worth it because you interviewed somebody who were up to episode four who said, Oh, yeah, I listened to the first episode. I listened to the whole thing. (laughs) You must be... Your family must be so proud. (laughs) I forced myself to listen to the whole thing. Can I say, can I say in... um, uh, Because I'm about to go on to another podcast as a guest. um, Hmm. And... In contrast to her, listen to this. No, 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 no right. would you be? <laughs> nothing to do with nothing to do with that podcast. Huh. Um, but I've I'm listened to every single episode of this podcast, so I know what I'm getting myself into. And so, 
Sheila could only manage to listen to one whole episode of our podcast and then be amazed that we laughed at our own jokes. <laughs> Somebody has to. Uh, I'm glad you thought there were no crazy questions, although I'm probably falling down on my job not asking anything too too crazy. Well, it's probably wasn't paying attention. She only managed to get through one episode. I think your claim that uh, that this whole Sheila thing was a ruse can slightly be discounted based on your response to you said you weren't going to ask the AI do Sheila's age differently. <laughs> I think we'll let that speak for itself. Well, I, I did go a little bit off piste, I have to say. I don't so, think I don't think the response. I didn't lie because I didn't actually say that when you asked me the question, I went, (laughs) wouldn't stand up in court. No, fair. Uh, And, of course, the fun things that we found in You're Not Helping with uh, Cora. Cora. uh, Just one of the the wonderful, unhelpful answers that were in there for uh, some people who had some very specific regrets. Very specific. I mean, basically, you know, you got married and then you immediately started having affairs. It's like, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, they, they, like it, they lasted two months, two whole months. <laughs> and you hated your parents and you just you yeah. despised your parents. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, you, uh, and you ran your own name through the mud. So I think, yeah, either... Someone that's just had a bad day or they really, really had major regrets. Okay, episode five was diets, lifestyle and shit. And uh, CJ did a surprisingly deep and meaningful dive into the research of Dr. Michael Rose on extending the human lifespan through through diet. Thank you. The flies in my lab potentially can live forever. But of course, they don't, because they have a high likelihood of dying by accident. (laughs) Getting stuck in the medium and falling over face first and drowning. The regular stuff. (laughs) We've all been there. Hi, ChatGPT. Can a person eat shit their whole life? No. It is not healthy or safe for humans to eat feces, also known as shit, for their entire lives. Feces contains harmful bacteria and toxins that can lead to serious illnesses, such as food poisoning, hepatitis, and cholera. Eating feces can also disrupt the normal balance of bacteria in the digestive system, which can lead to further health problems. In addition, feces is not a source of essential nutrients that the human body needs to function properly. Therefore, it is important for individuals to maintain a balanced and nutritious diet that excludes consuming feces in any form. Well, clearly, ChatGPT took that a little too literally. <laughs> yes, I was looking at the uh, looking at your notes of CJ deep dives into the research of Dr. Michael Rose, as do the as do the flies apparently. <laughs> uh, but wondering whether I had made extra effort on this to. Um, Make it a fuck you for not inviting me to the um, to the Sheila interview. I invited you to the fucking Sheila interview. Like, can you just let go? Can you just uh, stop bringing it up. You, you've stop just talked yourself into, into this lie. You've done a Donald Trump. You said it so much, you believe it. Oh dear. Um, yeah, but like uh, as far as the, all these fruit flies of Dr. Michael Rose, it'd be terrible something happened to your fruit flies, Dr. Rose. <laughs> 
they're being whacked by <laughs> Jimmy the Hand or something, <laughs> Nicky the Nose. <laughs> so in Ask the AI, um, that was uh, perhaps not as informative <laughs> as the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was impressed that ChatGPT clarified a person can't eat feces their entire life. <laughs> well, I suppose it was answering the question. The question I posed it was: Can a person eat shit yeah. their whole life? Yeah, not their whole life. I suppose if you're if you're talking about if you're talking about two girls, one cup, I suppose you can eat <laughs> for a short period of time. If you don't know two girls, one cup, do not Google it. Don't. I did see the the closest I've come to uh, unfortunate unfortunate turn of phrase uh, to seeing it is on <laughs> Tosh 2.0 where he played it for his studio audience and they, they just filmed the reaction. <laughs> it's, not, it's just too disgusting to even explain mm. to people. Uh, so also a bit behind the scenes for listeners, when Scott introduced Ask an AI, there was some discussion about the value of it uh, <laughs> and whether we would keep in fact, using it. I'm not 100% sure, but I have a feeling that that may have been the last time because you, <laughs> I think even after that one, you went, no, nah, I can't I can't defend this anymore. Well, it was funny. I've got to say, that was the thing. I was, it was supposed to be funny. But then <laughs> I think there was, there was another one where it basically answered the entire question of the, the podcast in 30 seconds. Actually, maybe that... Maybe that was why we stopped using it. Because <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was actually said, I forget what the question was, but it was basically gave a really nice, succinct mm. answer to the thing. And it was like, well, that's kind of, kind of undermined the entire podcast. <laughs> I think at, that, at that point, we gave up. So episode six, not ironically called The Forgotten Episode, because this was an episode on memory that we had said very early on, we should do an episode on memory. And then multiple times said, fuck, we were going to do an episode on something. Can you remember what it was? I used to feel really sorry for Eleanor Rigby because she was lonely. <laughs> no, that and the priest. I felt sorry for the priest who, who did his, he wrote his sermons that no one would hear. Oh, that poor man. Because I, I was a nice little boy. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. I think that sums up the difference between you and me. I assumed that Eleanor Rigby was some kind of serial killer <laughs> who used to rip people's faces off and keep them in jars. <laughs> uh, very Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the original title for the song. What? Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> but they couldn't get it to rhyme, so they had to move something else. I think it would work. Hannibal Lecter. Cuts off the face. Of the rector. That no one will see. Isn't he me? Stares in your window. Wearing a face as he kept it ajar by the door. <laughs> and moving on. If it makes you feel any better, I was listening to a podcast the other day with somebody who I can't, fuck, I can't remember who it was. But it was somebody who was in a band. Mm-hmm. More information. Who's quite famous. Narrows it down a little. Oh, who was it? Um, I don't know. I'll, if, I, if I remember it by the time we get to the end of the episode, I'll blurt it out. If I don't, I'll look it up. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes or, um, or I'll edit it back in. So if, it's, if 
I'm still talking and I haven't edited in a name. So if I'll leave a space here, this is the name of the band. Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> no, it wasn't Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen's dead. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Um, listening to an audio book the other week, I'd, I'd bought a whole, I buy, often buy audio books and then don't listen to them until for a while at least. And I, I was looking on my on my list. Of, on your Walkman. Just copy it on the cassette and listen to it on your Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> you burnt it to CD I, and I, threw it into your disc man. I. I I pay someone to walk alongside me and read aloud. <laughs> I think you've just invented a new air tasker job. Uh, so in this episode, though, we did talk about Scott's memory, Scott's dramatic memories of his 30th birthday, <laughs> um, which is apparently burnt into his, his soul. Uh, oh, absolutely. At, and that I was there and I don't really... I only know that I was there because you told me I was there. Um, then I told a brilliantly funny story where I couldn't actually remember who, who it was about. Can you remember who it was now? No. <laughs> it will forever be a mystery. Yeah. Uh, what's even slightly more amusing is that after I cut the clip, I went, oh, fuck, I'll have to look up who that was and then forgot. <laughs> Oh, and of course the old one rigged me. I think we did a pretty good job of um, coming up with lyrics for Hannibal Lecter, the song. Yes, the, uh, and also we we kept to the kept to the theme when you also forgot that Eddie Van Halen was dead. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that. The yes, I still think that that's a good job for an air tasker. Uh, <laughs> there's opportunities there. Well. It could be all those all those people who lose their jobs to AI can become sort of analog bookwalkers. Yeah. Uh, okay, we decided for some unknown reason that we were going to start a new season in the middle of the year. So, uh, mm. season two, episode one was self-indulgently titled "Scott Turned 60. Uh, anyway, apparently those things, those things that decrease energy levels and all the balding and graying hair and wrinkles can in- impact your self-esteem and self-image. Oh, no shit. Um, yeah. And surprise, surprise, this can be a source of worry for some men. Um, and see what things there are that worry men as they approach 60. And what did you, your little Google tell you? My little Google told me. Okay, it's not that little. <laughs> okay, the, the number one concern was health concerns. Because as we age, uh, obviously there's a risk of developing health conditions such as heart disease, cancer, and arthritis. Uh, uh, and again, this is where this whole idea for a podcast is really bad. Uh, I don't want to challenge you in any way, uh, so I won't. Because I think you'll find that the actual title of the episode isn't Scott Turned 60, it's Will Scott turn 60? <laughs> That's right. I hadn't made it yet. Because there was a fairly good chance, yeah, there's a fairly good chance that you weren't going to make it. That's true. Will Scott turn 60? I agree. I agree. Mm. That's true. And I think, why, why was there a fairly good chance? There was some, was there a reason? Because you were turning, because you said, I'm thinking of throwing myself under a 
throwing myself under a bridge. This is probably probably not that helpful with throwing myself off a bus rather than turn sixty. I, I well, if I if I was saying things like listeners, I wasn't meaning it. No, I don't. I well, I may have said that jokingly. I would not have meant that seriously. So anyone listening from my family, don't think I was suicidal because I wasn't. But I wasn't looking forward to it. So anyway, um, yeah, so I, I didn't really want to listen too closely, to be honest, even though it was my turn to, to do the, you know, the odd episode. The, the clip we got was talking about some of the problems that people face when they, they hit 60, which is the, the balding and graying and all the other problems you face. And, it, you know, obviously, no surprise that that makes people feel bad. But uh, I, what I do think happened at that time, I think it was after I turned 60, I went to the doctor and um, suddenly he started testing me for all sorts of things I'd never tested me for before. Spelling, maths. No. And honestly, in the, in the six months since I turned 60, I've been to the doctor more than I have in the previous six years. So something happens when you turn 60. So for season two, episode two, we had the title, which I'm still quite proud of. Same old, same old. In lower level card, because you can get a card that gives you um, lots of cheap rail fares and all mm. sorts of things. And because I work more than 20 hours a week, I don't qualify for that. I thought you were a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tish. <laughs> all I qualify for is the senior savers card. And that pretty much means not very much. Right. But because uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine whose mother has the seniors card now, and she said that she had the, the full seniors card. They went, oh, well, does she not work 20 hours a week? She said, oh, yeah, yeah, she does. She just lied. <laughs> That's what everyone does. <laughs> so so it seems like I made a, a tactical error by telling the truth to the New South Wales government. Yeah, but she's just doing catching hand jobs. I don't think she's doing hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Considering what I'm about to say next, could be rather leading. Oh. The page I'm looking at here is uh, what's on offer. Right. Now, Unfortunate I'm, segue, yeah. You may be surprised at the range of. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we are. Oh, sorry. <coughs> Step eight when applying makeup, try not to put any mascara on your bottom lashes. Sorry, sorry. I can't see how any of this is helping me. Isn't this about helping me? Well, do you put mascara on your bottom lashes? I don't put mascara on my bottom anything. Well, I don't think you're supposed to put <laughs> mascara on your bottom. The image of the, in this one is that uh, it looks as though she's putting a mascara brush, just poking herself <laughs> in the eye with it. And also, she doesn't, she doesn't have any bottom lashes. No. They haven't drawn the bottom lashes in. Well, look, either way, either way, it, it's... I'm losing confidence in WikiHow. I think you're, you, you have little faith. I'm sure they'll come through for us in the end. Let's find out. Number nine, step nine, try penciling your eyebrows. I like the follow-up sentence. Try to make it look, look natural, if you wish. <laughs> or unnatural, as the yeah. case may be. I was hoping for an unnatural <laughs> eyebrow look. So what I thought I'd do is I've drawn like a bit of a loop in a circle, like a hand, little handlebar mustache for each eyebrow. Did Scott turn 60? Uh, he did, and he went on to have quite a rant about <laughs> the seniors' card, uh, yes. cast massive aspersions on his friend's mother. <laughs> well, only because it's true. 
<laughs> what, that she's giving hand jobs? <laughs> I think the fact that the New South Wales government is giving the seniors so little for their seniors' cards, they have to, they have to perform hand jobs. I think that's deplorable. <laughs> we, uh, we also looked at how to turn 60 gracefully, <laughs> again using WikiHow. This is where I, uh, I was beginning to lose faith in WikiHow well, by this point. I think if we learn nothing else in this, uh, this podcast series, that WikiHow is not a reliable source. Well, I think we learned that um, your friend's mother's a handjob-giving liar, aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did learn that, uh, that WikiHow is not quite as credible as, uh, as it may make out. Well, having said that, I'm not sure that it pretends to be credible at all. <laughs> okay, in Season 2, Episode 3, Tiny Brains in a Petri Dish, uh, CJ again does one of his deep dives. Now, CJ makes a point of always going on about how little work he does and how little research he does. But the, probably the two deepest research episodes we had were things that he did, which and this is the second one, the Dr. David Sinclair one about genetics and DNA and, and um, potentially uh, creating tiny brains in a dish. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this was was quite, quite deep. And uh, the first clip we've got here is uh, Dr. David Sinclair's pronouncement that the first person to live to 150 had already been born. Bold statement. He has gone on record, not one of those records, that the first person to live to 150 years has already been born. Well, of course, if he's wrong, nobody alive today is going to know. No one's going to call him on it. See, you make a very valid point. (laughs) He can't be proven wrong. You may have possibly cannonballed quite a lot of my research. In the second clip, CJ's trying to explain quite well if you understand how cassette tapes work. But if you're uh, somebody who's never seen a cassette, cassette tape, you might have a problem understanding. But basically, uh, the, the copying process. Yes, it was it was a weird episode because I actually sound as though I know what I'm talking about. And I sound quite articulate and intelligent, which makes me wonder whether I'd actually just, um, whether I'd got somebody else to do it for me. <laughs> And done it like a deep fake. I do sound, though, a little bit like, which I've noticed in other episodes, I sound a bit like somebody's taken a whole bunch of words that I've said and have just quite poorly strung them together to create (laughs) sentences. Because there's just weird gaps like that in them for some reason, where my brain's not keeping up with what I'm trying to say, which is essentially my entire life anyway. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, the other thing that I do have to say, which uh, I can't remember if I pointed this out in the episode, but if I didn't, it's something that needs to be pointed out, is that the movie Multiplicity has a massive flaw in it anyway, not disregarding the fact that he makes multiple copies of himself is that he was making digital copies of himself. So, therefore, there shouldn't have been any degradation in quality oh. when they were copied. This, uh, I think, also highlights the uh, the beginning of the, what are we going to call this episode? I don't know. What do we talk about? Tiny brains in a Petri dish? Yeah, sure, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it reaches its zenith in the next episode. Yes. So you'd record something... And then if you made a copy of it, it was not quite as good. 
so you lost quality because there was a whole bunch of losses and stuff like that. That's from what I can gather. That's kind of this, a similar sort of thing. Or like doing a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah, you lose you yeah. lose resolution, you lose clarity. Totally get that. Yeah, yeah. I think presented way ahead of its time in the uh, in the documentary with Michael Keaton, Multiplicity. Ah, uh-huh. yes, yes. Where he uh, he makes many copies of himself. Season two, episode four. You insisted that uh, AI had improved significantly than than <laughs> previous times, and convinced me to let you create an AI average fifty-year-old Australian male. But suffice to say, it doesn't go well. <laughs> I'll start reading and stop me when you would like to uh, to make a stop. comment about this. Okay, so this is this is your average fifty-year-old Aussie male. All right, hang on, hang on, I'm turning the lights off and closing my eyes. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Okay, <clears throat> g'day, Cobber Bruce here. <laughs> all right, I'll stop you there. <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, it's not even it's Struth. That's a <laughs> That's a good start. All right, go on. I'll start again because you interrupted me so early. G'day, Cobber. Bruce here, your average 50-year-old Aussie bloke. <laughs> I'll stop you there. This is going to be a long episode. You need you need to let me get through this next okay. sentence. Oh. You just need okay. to. I'll put myself okay. on mute again. Don't, don't. Okay. I don't because you might. But we'll need to hear the laugh. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> here we go. Reckon I could use some more roughage to keep me regular since me mornings on the throne have been like a pup trying to pass a pineapple lately. (laughs) (laughs) A pup trying to pass a pineapple. That would bring tears to the eyes. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> this isn't doing a lot for your uh, AI credibility, I'm going to have to tell you. Uh, it was difficult to pick the clips for this one. Uh, <laughs> I thought it best to, to, you, to choose the introduction to Bruce. Um because that uh, uh, that kind of sets the scene. Good day. <laughs> Clip two is, I think, the longest laugh of the entire series. I want to say it goes on for about 15 seconds. It's the entire episode, when I listen to it, it sounds like rather an asthmatic convention. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got to say... Uh, if, if, if that's the case, if it's true that that was the longest laugh, then the funniest line in the entire series was written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sad indictment. <laughs> yeah, you're making compelling argument. Uh, the other thing I would say about that is whenever I think about a pup trying to pass a pineapple, I always envisage, like, the, the Taco Bell dog. <laughs> 
Which makes it all the more funny. Like if it was an Alsatian trying to pass a pineapple, it'd be bad enough. <laughs> I have to say, it's something that I've that I've never tried to visualise. I think, for uh, personally, for me, I think um, I think we should have called it a day. Because <laughs> it wasn't going to get it wasn't going to get any stupider than this, or any funnier than this. Okay, so season two, episode five, was the bucket list episode. And we looked into uh, what a bucket list was, who needs one, who cares. We talked about people, things that people, some people put on bucket lists. And um, I talked about how I was going to fulfill a couple of bucket list items within a couple of months. Whereas, and I, I have now come back from Great Wall of China and seeing the Terracotta Warriors and getting COVID in Wuhan. <laughs> So all, all things on my bucket list. And participating in the uh, Two Girls, One Cup live show. <laughs> Definitely not. Do you know where mm. the term kick the bucket came from? I do not know that. Huh. Well, I do. Please enlighten me. Okay. Uh, that, lucky you said that because otherwise it would have been a, just awkwardly hanging. No, no, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> So there is a apparently there's a, a misnomer that it comes from uh, death by hanging. So kind of, traditionally, suicide um, of somebody standing on a bucket, putting a rope around their neck, and then kicking the bucket out, causing them to die. Uh huh. Well, I can see that makes some sense, but clearly that's not correct. Is in- incorrect. Uh, essentially, no one actually knows. Um, as well, and but I thought to myself, I remember thinking at the time, yeah, that'd be really cool to go. I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records, and then, but then I thought, then people will say, for what? And you've got to say, for masturbating, <laughs> yeah, or something bad. <laughs> it's like my grandfather said to me just before he kicked the bucket. Hey, boy, watch how far I can kick this bucket. <laughs> yes, and then the second clip was uh, the Guinness Book of Records for masturbation, which uh, <laughs> which I, I actually do wonder whether there's, there's a record for this somewhere. <laughs> Probably not in the well, Guinness Book of Records, but but for um for what the like the longest, the most, the <laughs> well, least, I, the weirdest. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's like the Olympics, <laughs> higher, longer, faster. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics, there isn't, there isn't just one event in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the decathlon of masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> the pole vault would be interesting. Yeah, having the, the Guinness Book of World Record for the far, for fastest masturbation would probably not be something that I would want to. Uh... Hey, CJ, are you in the Guinness Book of Records? No, no, not at all. Which brings us to our final, technically our final episode. Well, actually, not our final because this is our final episode. Um, so it brings us to our, not, our second final episode. Penultimate. Um, yeah. Uh, the Ultimate Pen episode, Season 2, Episode 6, Taking a Break. 
we, we were talking a little earlier about the potential for me to sort of talk to you from China, but given the uh, the situation where pretty much the internet from overseas is blocked in China, so I don't think that's going to be a realistic possibility. I just have to wait till I come back to do that one. And I probably won't do a, a podcast uh, with somebody else while you're away. The way you, the way that you did with Sheila, even though I wasn't away, even though I was readily available. Not that I'm bitter about it. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, so the, the point of all of that was uh, risk tends to be subjective, not objective. So, I, yeah, I'm interested in the idea of as we get older, our, while the actual risk of things doesn't change, how does our perception of that risk change? So that's something to look forward to in the future. What will kill you on what's my age again? <laughs> that seems to be a constant theme with us. Yeah. What's, what's my mortality again? <laughs> so we'll catch you in little bits and pieces in between now and December. <laughs> well, possibly if we do any of these things. We'll be around, but not our, in our normal, uh, normal episode length and amount, I suppose. Hmm. I was going to say, I might, uh, uh, if I feel inclined while I'm away, I might phone something in, but I've essentially been phoning it in since we've been getting... So, this is me. And this is me. Well, at least it is for the moment. So, in this one, we uh, we essentially talked about the fact that we're fucking over it and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a break. Um, the uh, You brought up the Sheila thing again. I was like, you'd need to move on from that and just get over it. <laughs> uh, just let it go. Uh, okay. Can I say? Can I say? <laughs> This has to be the last time that gets mentioned. We can't go to a new podcast and have this continually going, particularly when it's just blatantly not true. <laughs> All right, well, we'll take that as a uh, we'll take the tentative yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we also went on a. Uh, I, I kind of promised to do an episode about risk and stuff that at the time I was finding really interesting, uh, and then completely lost interest in. But while this is technically our final our final episode, it's kind of like the final episode of a TV series or like final episode of the Brady Bunch for the season is that they kind of still come back and go, Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii or um, Brady Bunch down under. So we probably will come back for like, what's my age again, goes hunting or so I don't know. Uh, what's what's my age? He can tries out technical things, or oh, so I don't know. If we if we feel inclined, if we, if I find out something interesting about aging, I'll say, hey, let's do this again, and regret it from a second after I do. So in this uh, in this one, uh, the second <laughs> clip is me talking about the uh, the risk thing that we never did uh, and phoning it in. But the key thing for this one was that you seemed to suddenly start channeling Phil Collins. <laughs> And just dropping in this weird <laughs> boom, 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 boom. the intro to to in the air tonight. I, like, I couldn't make sense of it. It was just a series of I didn't even cut those together. It was like that was when they were there. There was just this series of boom, boom. so uh, so thanks to Phil for our last episode. It wasn't Phil Collins. It was just a, a clip from um, Garage Band, but it was just a drop. <laughs> the intro to Phil Collins. Anyway, that's that. I'll never use it again, CJ. I promise. Right. Hi, future Scott here. I lied. All right, and uh, yes, and that brings us to today. 
So that brings us to the end of our clip show. Um, having reviewed all those episodes, what's our takeaway from the whole series, do you think, CJ? I think it's pretty clear. The uh, the number one thing is that we're both quite unprofessional and have got the humor of a sense of humor of a twelve year old. Well, yes, that's definitely true. Uh, but something we didn't know already. Um, if it's not, I sound like I've been created by somebody splicing a series of three inch pieces of tape together. <laughs> uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't think for me there's any one sort of coherent, overarching takeaway. <laughs> I thought you were going to say one coherent thought. <laughs> not one coherent thought either. But there's not one. There's not one massive takeaway. I think. I think what I did learn is that it isn't just me or you who thinks or feels younger than their age. That in fact most people, unless they have chronic uh, illness, tend to have a, a younger age identity. So that was. Uh, that was a bit of a an eye opener for me because I think the whole thought of when I was talking in the very first episode where I was saying about I didn't feel comfortable with people my own age because they seem old. It's funny because I still feel that like there are people I, I work with, lovely people, but I get on well with the, better with the younger people, and I don't know whether that's just me having myself on or what. But some of the people my age, I don't always have the same sense of humour, don't all... I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm juvenile. We know, we've established that throughout the last 12 months. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, I think there's that, that definitely is a thing. I think that there's... And there's probably, strangely, there was more to the whole ageing thing that I realised, but also less. Like, it was it became increasingly more difficult to come up with ideas for episodes <laughs> that weren't just going over the same ground all the time. We had to, to move forward. We had to go backwards. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that that was because when we came up with the idea, we essentially only had one idea. <laughs> that well, it is that. And then it was like, oh, well, so, and then we'd think of ideas and we're like, well, that's boring. We didn't, if we didn't think it was interesting, <laughs> we didn't want to do it because we couldn't think of an angle to make it funny. Well, it was meant to be a comedy podcast about ageing, so, but also answer the, the big questions about ageing as well at the same time. <laughs> Like what's the uh, what's the Guinness Book of World Records for masturbation? <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> so my key takeaway, uh, and I think what I learned is to not agree to anything with you when I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, well, hold on, hold on. Can we can we establish that that is about recording podcasts and nothing else? <laughs> Also, the, uh, uh, the the concept of me agreeing to something when I haven't been drinking is um, pretty unlikely anyway. So. <laughs> I, mean, I think what I do think is those people who are who are older, who are the same age as me, but who I don't, who I find I don't get on with, are probably just boring people rather than it's to do with them being over 50. <laughs> so for any of you who, uh, who work with Scott or spend any time with him... Uh, <laughs> We'll leave that to you to work you, out which one of you. If if when you walk towards him, he turns and walks away, you'll know it's you. <laughs> also, the other thing is that we, when you were saying about we were running out of ideas for episodes, we kind of did, but we still have, for listeners out there, there is, I want to say, at least... 
five hours of recording on three separate occasions of an episode on dating that we could never get right. It just ended up, <laughs> we can't actually do anything with it. Yeah, that's true. Well, it started off, I think we were punching down a little bit, and then yes. we just found it really difficult to get an angle that was that was funny but informative. I think there's a good episode on dating over 50 out there, but it's possibly beyond our uh, capabilities to record it. And I think actually maybe we may come back and do the dating because I think, here, use your editing magic and uh, take this out of context. For the dating one, I think we need a woman involved. Yeah, that's probably true. And for the podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that, that is true. I think for, for, mm. for the podcast, to, to really cover a, a people over 50 properly, we needed a, a female. I think that was yeah. probably a, a failing. Um, and I hope, to, uh, I hope to one day meet one. Uh, and <laughs> perhaps we'll... Um, Perhaps we'll be able to coerce. I mean, talk her into <laughs> suggest this is yeah. So it wouldn't so that it wouldn't surprise me if the the special uh, what is it special event episode? What do they call the special victims unit? <laughs> That's <laughs> what's my age again comes back for a special episode on dating special victims unit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to uh, that's going to get the right uh, the right message across. Uh, I think it's likely that a special "What's My Age Again" dating episode will come uh, come up at some point. And the same with where we were talking about health generally and and sexual health. Saying, so, yeah, we probably need a woman involved in that as well. Although that might have just been me trying to work out how to um, how to get a woman back to my place. And anyway, <laughs> well, certainly, I mean. About the about those the health thing though, I mean, I'm serious when I said earlier that I've been to the doctor more times since I turned sixty than, you know, like I've been like they become my best friend. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, I had COVID, but that didn't help. Um, but I had the flu, I had COVID, I've, I had to go about an unsightly rash. No, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just got some topical cream for that. I had to go about some skin cancers. I had to go about, this is going to sound pretty gross, a fungal nail infection. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like my, I've fallen apart since I turned 60. And then plus all the, like I've just went, went and had blood tests and urine tests and I've got to do the stool test. It's like we actually promised in our, in our introduction, we talked about the joys of doing the stool test. And the very early introduction, I think we we cut it out after a few episodes, but the joys of doing a school a stool test, and that's what's ahead of me. I've got the the, the free government pack, and mm. um, yeah, I probably will end up doing it at some stage. So tune in for the next episode. Scott takes a dump and puts it in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I read the instructions again because I've done it a couple of years ago, but you have to. Do the take the stair sample, which is a it's a it's a work of art in itself. We don't need to talk about how that gets done. That's where the bucket list comes in. <laughs> 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 Two girls, one cup. <laughs> but but um, you have to you have to put the sample in a little vial, and then put the vial on the fridge until you're ready to take. Then you have to do another one a few days later and do the same thing. 
So you've got turds in the fridge, basically. <laughs> this mustard tastes like shit. <laughs> uh, so there's two things to look forward to. Uh... The future episodes. I think what's my age again was very difficult to do as a regular thing and have it be worthwhile, but also entertaining. Unfortunately, we didn't manage to do either of those, but we pushed <laughs> on regardless. <laughs> well, depending on how you go with all the doctor stuff, we might be able to end up doing the uh, the other episode that you wanted to do, which was about death. <laughs> but the reason I wanted to do an episode about death because. I mean, when you get getting close to sixty, I don't know, I don't know about other people, but I know I started to think you know, there are definitely more days behind me than ahead of me, and how many more? Who knows? There might be one one day. There might be, you know, thirty years worth of days. I don't know. We were just sending each other messages on on WhatsApp the other day about all these people who were dying, who were fucking die around 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 our age, and it's like you do start to think, well, hold on. This is not good, which is one reason I've started to try to do some of the things like go to Europe or... I thought you going to say, like, live healthier, eat better, go to the doctor more. <laughs> screw, screw that. <laughs> My takeaway is really no takeaway at all other than definitely we're not the only ones facing it. And I think that's probably the best takeaway you can have, that anyone who's over 50 is facing some or all of these challenges and to to know that you're not the only one is better than feeling you're all alone just because that's if we if we achieved anything this year if we gave make made you laugh once or twice and gave you that feeling that you weren't the only one then i think that's a a measure of success yeah i was, I was going to make fun of, uh, of you saying so your one takeaway is that uh, the largest demographic globally uh <laughs> Of, of people of ages um, and that you're not alone. But, yeah, I think that's probably that's probably <laughs> it, is that if, yeah, if anybody's gone, oh, fuck yeah, I thought that too, uh, and it, it made you laugh or made you feel better about things, yeah. then it's all been worthwhile. If it hasn't, go fuck yourself. Uh, and tune in, <laughs> t- tune in for, uh, for our specials, Dating, Death and Shit. Not in that order. <laughs> <laughs> So until the first episode of What's My Beer Again? Oh yeah, fuck, we're still going, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, we're still going. <laughs> I thought I thought I was done. I thought I was no, out. No, no, no. <laughs> just when just when I think I'm out, they put me back in again. <laughs> Say goodbye, CJ. Goodbye, CJ. Goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, listeners. All right, we're done. Fuck, thank fuck for that. See ya. All right, getting the beer. Bye. See you on the other side. I thought we weren't doing that episode yet. And now, a word from our sponsors. Colin Calls the Help Desk is a hilarious and relatable take on the absurdities of office life. Follow Colin the Koala, hold questions, as he dives into his first job and meets Graham, a cynical employee who's just hanging out for redundancy, Bob, his continually disorganised boss, and Brenda, who seems to spend most of her time telling everyone how busy she is. So I, I have questions. That's good. Questions are good. One of my questions is, okay, you've said the main character is Colin the Koala. So is the Koala a nickname, like Nicky the Llama or Oblong Doug? <laughs> nope. Colin the Koala is 100% Koala. But aren't koalas generally naked, drunk, and spend all their time sleeping or catching chlamydia? 
No, you're thinking of Brian from accounting. <laughs> uh, did you go to university to become a writer? No, I didn't. I don't have any formal koalifications. <laughs> you see what I did there? But I'm <laughs> It's Colin the koala. Formal, no formal writing qualifications. That's the kind of high-level, highbrow humour <laughs> that you'll find in Colin Calls. Actually, it's, it, seriously, it's uh, it is better than that. So, if you <laughs> been, <laughs> available on Amazon in all the backs, hardback, like anybody's buying a hardback except for me, uh, <laughs> paperback and razorback. <laughs> Yes, it's uh, the disadvantage to the Razorback version is that when you... <laughs> when it arrives, it charges through your lounge room at about uh, 25 kilometres an hour and uh, gores you to death before you get to read it. So it's, not, it's not one of the best-selling versions, I'll have to say. But uh, yes, all versions available on the Amazon. I'd love to hear your reviews. But it's always important to remember... Leave a five-oink review. <laughs> I'm writing this review for my hospital bed. <laughs> I enjoyed Colin Calls the Help Desk. I slightly regret the Razorback edition. <laughs> Once my groin heals... <laughs> I'll be looking forward to book two. In, in paperback. <laughs> 4.5 stars. It lost 0.5 of a star because delivery was late. But when it came, it really came. <laughs> Colin calls the help desk. Available on Amazon. Like a pup trying to pass a pineapple.